It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to your, uh, I would say, favorite podcast, but that's just being a little presumptuous, but I would, I wish it's your favorite uh, sports podcast. <laughs> Uh, Just Sports with uh, Rahul Puri and me and uh, apologies for the delay this time. It was because my good friend Rahul Puri was traveling. Mr. Puri, welcome back to Bombay. Thank you, Mr. Khan. Yes, I was uh, enjoying the the wonder that is Japan. That is correct. And anybody who follows uh, Rahul on Twitter or Instagram or any of the social media knows that uh, Rahul was in Japan. So welcome back to to, <laughs> to Mumbai, to, to Just Sports. Yes. Yes. So, what do we need to talk about uh, this week on our uh, weekly roundup? Obviously, the Champions League final, the two finalists have been decided. We'll talk about that. We'll give you a little bit of a roundup of the EPL and have the you know top four done and dusted. A little bit of tennis with Djokovic and Sharapova and a little bit of the IPL. So, let's start with the Champions League football. Uh, Atletico Madrid gave Real Madrid a scare last night, Rahul. I was up watching the match and, um, you know, they had actually scored two goals in 15 minutes and Real was all over the place. Yeah, it was a bit of panic stations for Real uh, there for a little while, wasn't it? Um, Atletico, are look, they're a good side, aren't they? And uh, Simeone, I mean, you know, the resources yeah, yeah. that Simeone you know, has. It's actually, it's actually, you know, when you see, when you see Atletico Madrid play, it's actually like street fighters, you know? They're like, they're... Yeah. they're they're like bulldogs. They don't want to let go. Yeah. No, and, and, you know, it's just, it's testament to what can be achieved. I mean, look, Atletico Madrid are, you, you wouldn't call them um, you know, financially one of Europe's elite clubs, but, right. you know, look at their results over the last sort of three or four seasons. I mean, they are a top, top European side. And, you know, that's down to Simeone and what he expects out of his players. And, yeah, they gave Real a, a hell of a fright yesterday. And, yeah, you know, when you want to compare what it's cost to assemble the Real squad and what it's cost to assemble the Atletico squad, um, you know, it was, it was um, a, a real fright that Real had. But in the end, you know, you've got to say that uh, Real are probably, I would have thought, the best side in in Europe, or you know, all things considered, and you know, for them to get through and into the final against Juventus, I think that's a that's a dream final. They're the two best sides in the competition. Yeah, but you know, the, the, the one thing the one thing that I think Real has this this year, and he's made a huge contribution to it, is Zidane. You know, he has this calming influence. I mean, even when the two goals were scored, and he did not, he was not flapping. He was still calm around and he was passing on that calmness to his team. You could see that, you know, you could see yeah. the calming influence that Zinedine Zidane has because he's been in these pressure situations many, many times in his career. Yeah, absolutely. He's a winner and he's got a winner's mentality. You know, it's not easy um, when you're a top player and Zidane was, you know, he, he, not just a top player, he was the world's best player. And it's not easy um, making a transition into management from being at that sort of pinnacle. I mean, you, you can probably count on your fingers, um, you know, number one players in the world that have transitioned into management. It's, it's not easy. Um, but he has found an innate ability to be able to almost... Um, you know, get the best out of his players um, through hard work, and you know he allows them to express themselves, which is which is great. Yeah, I mean, it was just fascinating to see the game and Juventus versus Madrid. You know, that is going to be a great final. But 
I mean, the pundits might say whatever, but I saw both the semi-finals, Rahul, and I would like to say that Juventus would be a really, really tough nut to crack because their defense is just solid. And Real is suspect. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's this. This is not clear cut at all. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that you know Real obviously have got unmatched pedigree in the European Cup. Um, without a question, you know, I think they've won it ten or eleven times. Um, but Juventus are, are you know, they they are uh, absolutely crack European outfit. They know how to win these games. Um, you know, it's that Italian mentality and Juventus almost typify it. You know, they, they know how to get the best out of 90 minutes. And it wouldn't surprise me at all um, if all the talk is about Real going into the final and if Juventus, you know, actually beat them. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And it's going to be in Cardiff. Uh, I think it's time for you to visit your... Uh... Hometown again. My niece's place. <laughs> yeah, it it it'll be it'll be about a month too early for me. Um, a month too early for me, unfortunately. Okay, so who's your who's who's your money on? I I I'm betting slightly towards Juventus. I, I think Juventus so will I. win. Um, so am I actually. Yeah. You know, I'm leaning my, my money slightly on on Juventus, and and frankly, you know, Real won. Real won the competition last year, so I, I'd just like to see Juventus win it this year. Yeah, sentimental reasons. I would like Juventus to win it. You know, it's the old warhouse of 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 European football, and you know, Buffon will be retiring. So yeah, let's yeah. go for it. I mean, it's just a romantic final. Let's just go for Juventus. Yeah, why not? Why not? So, moving on from football and our putting our money uh, on Juventus, let's go on to where our money is on the top four. Uh, Mr. Puri, your club is pretty well, uh, pretty well placed right now. I wouldn't say the same about United. You know, it's it's. I don't think United would make the top four. No, I mean, I, you know what? I, I think we talked about this last week. I have no idea what is going to happen uh, with the top four. Every time Liverpool look like they have one hand on that top four position, you know, they invariably slip up. They slipped up over, over the weekend against Southampton where they couldn't win uh, at home. And, you know, Arsenal are quietly putting a run together you know um, they beat Southampton uh, yesterday uh, away from home and uh, you know I think there's there's a point between them and Liverpool now um, and you know it, I cannot conceivably put my hand on my heart and say Liverpool are going to win their next two matches they've got a, an away game against West Ham and remember West Ham just beat Tottenham so they're no pushover and fine fair enough they'll probably roll Middlesbrough at Anfield but if Liverpool slip up against West Ham, you know, you, my money is on you know, is on Arsenal. I mean, after all of that that has been said about Arsene Wenger, you know, if he gets top four and wins the FA Cup, um, you know, we, are we back to the situation where, yeah, it, you know, Wenger signs another contract and gets, uh, you know, four more years at Arsenal? Yeah, but that'll be, that'll be the biggest turnaround in four weeks for Arsenal, you know? I mean, four weeks ago, everybody had written off Arsenal. Everybody had written off Arsene Wenger. And if he can finish top four and if he can win the FA Cup, that's the, I mean, that will be the biggest turnaround in football in four weeks. But, but isn't that just so Arsenal? I mean, it's it just, if I was an Arsenal fan, that would infuriate me more than anything else because it's almost like when the pressure is on that club, 
they fall apart. And when nobody expects them to do anything, then they put a run together. I mean, it's it's absolutely infuriating. And, you know, no, it would not surprise me at all if Arsenal sneak into the top four and dislodge Liverpool and United. And, you know, for me, that would be absolutely... Um, and I, I'm quite vocal about this on Twitter. It would be an absolute failure on 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 the part of both Liverpool and Manchester United because both of those clubs um, have had everything going for themselves um, to get that top four and they've just missed it time again and again and again. Absolutely. They've just missed out it's, on it. It's going to be it's going to be complete, complete disarray because I mean you're right. I mean Arsenal was completely blown away. Liverpool and United were fighting for it and now it's just I mean, I, I would say, I would say, as a United fan, it's not the right thing to say, but our top four chances are pretty much over because we've got one game against Spurs, which I don't know what's going to happen to that one. Spurs are playing like a dream. And we've got one against Crystal Palace. And I think Jose has decided that Europa is going to be his focus. So be it. So it's going to be, I mean, the top three are decided, Rahul. I think it's going to be Tottenham, Chelsea and yeah. City. Chelsea win on Friday, they're champions. Uh, Tottenham will be second. I, I can't see anybody stopping Man City from getting third. So literally, it's one place out of three. And I agree, I, I'm not sure that United have got the interest anymore in trying to compete for that top four. I think uh, Jose is going to... He's got a he's got a very, very whittled-down squad now. He's lost a lot of players to injury. And, and I reckon he's just going to try and make a full assault at... At winning the European, the Europa League, and that, according to me, leaves Liverpool and Arsenal. And and yeah, Arsenal have got a couple of tough games uh, ahead of them. They, it's not that they've got, you know, absolute pushover games, but they were very impressive last night against Southampton. And that's not an easy place to go these days. Yeah. So top four, still up for grabs. I would say Liverpool will make it. That's sacrilege for me to say, but Raul seems to believe his own club. <laughs> I, I wish I shared your optimism. <laughs> okay, so moving on from football and our roundup of football, we move to tennis. Uh, enough happening in the women's uh, tennis. There is this war of words going on and Djokovic seems to have changed his entire team, Raul. Well, Djokovic um, went absolutely nuclear, didn't he? He just he nuked his entire team. And... You know, it's strange to say this, but I think he absolutely needed to do that. You know, he is a man that he's a man at the moment that just seems absolutely shorn of any motivation to do anything. And, you know, if changing his entire team helps him get back some of that motivation, um, well, so be it. I mean, he's he's come out and said that he wants a, a, a top 10 player to be his coach. Um, his most successful time was with Boris Becker um, and so clearly um, he's a man looking for a, a, a top 10 player to be able to inspire him um, but you know jo- this could go either way you know this could be the end of Djokovic um, quite frankly it is possible I mean he's not he's not young anymore he's 29 um, and, and this could be the end of it. This could be the end of him. Yeah, but I, wouldn't, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't write off Djokovic too soon, you know, because the no, guy has, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying mental, that. But the guy has you know, the mental strength to come back, and I think, I think I would, I would, you know, go towards more the fact that this could be a brand new beginning for him. Maybe he was jaded. Maybe he needed a fresh motivation. And yes, I mean, changing the whole, you know, staff is just one way of clearing out the closet because. They just got so used to you that maybe that you know. I mean, maybe he needs a change in style. Maybe he needs something else. So, 
it could just be a fresh beginning for him. No, it could. And, and you know, I think that he's got the French Open uh, where, you know, I, I think that he will sort of line that up as a, as a test and then try and make an, an assault um, probably towards the, the, the US Open at, at the end of the year because hard court is, is really his, his best surface. But, um, you know, it, it, it could spur him on to, to being the champion that he once was um, because, let's face it, it's, it's the best part of a year now where he hasn't looked anywhere close to being that like player. He hasn't looked anything like the world number one. He hasn't looked anything yeah. like the world number one. No, no, know, so, no. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a testing time for Djokovic and I think the next two or three tournaments will decide because we yeah. all know, Rahul, that once the slide starts in tennis, it's very difficult for you to come it's back. It's difficult to it. stop. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, there are very few players around like, like Andrea Gassi who you know, was a player that, that sort of had a yo-yo career and went up and down and up and down in motivation. But, you know, Djokovic and Agassi are very, very similar players. They're, they're, they're both showmen on the court. They're both sort of, you know, these jokers. And But, you know, it, they are also both people that very easily seem to get distracted. And, and Djokovic is, has really got distracted over the last year. And it's affecting his ch- tennis very badly. Yeah, and, 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 you know, we only hope for Djokovic to come back because men's tennis needs its champions and it, it needs no, the players of the top. It, it needs, the, the game needs him right now. Yep, and, and, and Maria Sharapova is back and the game needed her back and it's led to the war of words. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Eugenie Bouchard, who of course came out and said that Sharapova should have been banned for life, then ended up playing her in the in the Madrid Open and beating her in in three sets. And you know, and she said her piece, and she said that you know uh, she got a lot of texts from other players wishing her good luck, and and that's so rare, and it just goes to show that there's still a lot of ill will towards Sharapova. But I think, as I've said before, I'm not sure how much of that is down to the fact that she was caught doping and how much of it is down to the fact that Sharapova's always been a fairly prickly personality. Um, and, you know, as, as I've said before, I mean, I, I think it's good for, for women's tennis because you don't have Serena around to to sort of... Uh, put, Spice up the game. That, ...that sport up. So you need a Sharapova. You absolutely need her. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, 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 in, a way, in a way, it's a good thing also because, I mean... Let's let let's face it. I mean, it's good to just spice up the game. It's good to just spice yeah. up the game. With and, this. And, and and Sharapova said that you know after the loss, that's exactly what she said. She didn't respond. She didn't say anything about it. She said, well, you know what? Maybe it's good for the game. You know that there is this sort of needle uh, attached to wherever whenever it is that she plays. And fair enough. I mean, maybe that's what what is needed. And quite frankly, if that's what's needed for Eugenie Bouchard to to move on with her career because let's face it she's she's been in a a, a career slump for the last two years um, maybe it will spur her on to being a better tennis player herself absolutely so yeah women's tennis is is, is is getting spicier so let's see how it goes at the French Open where you know they'll again probably face up against each other or you know cross paths yeah yeah just and another I think what week or so a week, week or 10 so. days yeah, to the yeah a week or so to start and uh, a week or so for the IPL to finish Raul and uh, it's still you know going all over the place and it's, it's, it's still not pretty much sealed but I would say that you know Bombay and uh, Kolkata and uh, Sunrisers and Pune would make it yeah I think I think today is a really important game today Bombay play Kings 11 Punjab if Kings Eleven can win, 
I think that you know it becomes a straight shootout between them and Hyderabad for that last spot. Um, but if Bombay beat Punjab, I think that's pretty much it yeah, in terms of the fact it. that um, it'll be Bombay, Calcutta, Pune, and uh, and Hyderabad. And I think that's okay because I think those are the four best teams. I mean, Bombay are by far and away the best team in the competition. Um, and you know, both Calcutta like and Pune. I would like to disagree with that, and I say that Kolkata right now is the best team because they've got the most balanced team, and you know they've got the firepower yeah. with Chris Lynn Maybe coming back. I, I think Calcutta definitely have uh, have been boosted by Chris Lynn coming back. I think that's a big big thing for them in the last uh, in the latter stage of the, the tournament but you know it'll be really interesting it'll be really interesting um, because from 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 what it looks like it looks like it's going to be Bombay versus Calcutta in that first eliminator game with the winner going through to the final and then you know leaving the other threes to sort of battle it out so you know it'll be interesting because you know those are the two best teams in the competition and, and we'll see which one of them you know earns the right to play the final and I would not, I would not, I would not say what my sources are, but I have a sneaky feeling that today Punjab will win because I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> you are telling us. Oh, yes, okay, I'm telling you. So yeah, it could be, All it right. could we, be. We, we, I, I will not, I, I know better to question your sources. <laughs> so it'll be an interesting game, but yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still open out there and you know, yeah, uh, but if Kings Eleven win, they you know it makes the last sort of round of matches very very interesting, doesn't it? So yeah, everybody was, should be cheering for what, Kings Eleven to win. That is what I was hinting towards. That you know, just to yeah. keep the interest alive, they yeah. might just win. And Mumbai by losing is not going to lose anything. So no, no, they're still going to finish top, aren't they? I mean, let's, exactly, let's finish, they're let's still going to finish top. So you know, it's winner. It's 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 motivation for Punjab to win. And Mumbai yeah. might just rest a few players and say, let's test out a few other players. Sure. You know, so that could happen. But yeah, the IPL Very is still good. open. And uh, Rahul and I both feel that it could end up being a Mumbai-Kolkata final. So It could. That? Yeah, absolutely. It could. It could end up being that. So that's pretty much uh, from Just Sports uh, this week. Rahul is back from Japan and he will be here now for a while, I'm hoping. Yeah, so <laughs> for a month or so. Yeah, so he's here for a month or so. So next time we will be on time. And apologies again once for the delay of Just Sports this time. Thank you very much, Rahul. As always, it's lovely talking to you. And we'll be back, guys, with more sports and more to talk about next week on Just Sports. This is uh, Summer and Rahul both signing off. Thank you. Bye-bye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.